Brat and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there treating you fellow Hellsingers? Oh, it's hard driving down the road and all of a sudden people start passing you out of nowhere in the apocalypse. It's like you're in a Mad Max film or something. Very rude, no? I know, right? It's, you know, you don't expect it. People just cut you off everywhere. Or better yet, it's like you're in Walmart where they just cut you off as you're walking. Expected. Yeah. yeah. It's just, mm. see, this is why I go to gym so I can take out people at Walmart when they start <laughs> being stupid. That's why Tracy takes you with her to Walmart. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, the people are bad out there. They're like, I'm riding here in my car and I'm just going to hit you if you don't move out the way. And I'm like, dude, whatever. I'm just going to stand here. Hit me. <laughs> Just, this this is my area, and this is your area. Right, that's Stay Tracy, in your lane. Yeah, that's where Tracy goes, take the cart and go. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go. Yeah. All right. Okay, today we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 3 of Van Helsing. But before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. There's a lot of great writers over there. And if there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindeb, and now he has abandoned me on Twitter, and he's on Instagram. He is on IG, y'all. He is at Ramblin' Brad. Granted, he's been over there forever, but now he's just given up Twitter forever. How dare you, sir? Well, I, like uh, I said, <laughs> I went to log into it, and I missed my password three times in a row, and I'm like, I'm not really missing anything anyhow, so, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. If my... Like, different uh, devices didn't already have the password saved, I'd be out of luck. And that's most of us. And it's getting on near political season, and I just don't want to do it. Yeah, you'd have to mute a lot. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. yeah. So, Instagram, yeah. it's far better. And you can see me doing crazy and stupid things at the gym and, um, yeah, making 3D stuff and 3D prints and yeah, lots of good stuff, y'all. Check him out, for real. Like, he's trying to go up against some guy who can lift how much, Brad? How much? <laughs> it's from Germany. It's in my world championship lifting. It's on October 18th. Um, it's up in Chicago. Yeah, the guy in my current uh, group, uh, in my age and weight group, can, uh, can back squat 650 pounds. As a result, I cannot do that. I am trying to drop down to the other weight group below him so I have a better chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so. I can't even fathom that amount of weight. I can't However, either. <laughs> you say you can? I cannot fathom it whatsoever. It was no. Mm. Wow. But badass is all around. I'm proud of you guys. Keep it going. Uh, so you can find Brad on Instagram. Ramblin' Brad. Go check him out over there. You can find Pure Fandom on all sorts of types of social media forums. Uh, they're everywhere. They are on Twitter. They are on Instagram. They are on, what's that one where the kids are? Where they they do the little video and it disappears? You see how old I am, oh, y'all? Oh, the, the uh, Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. They're on that, too. I'm not on there. They're on there, though. Um, also, uh, they are on Facebook. And, Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Um, on Facebook, you can find 101 reasons why you shouldn't be on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's very toxic. Yes. And that's exactly why I stopped going on it for a long time. I was like, y'all are hateful people out there. Yeah. Well, I go in there and I can find a lot of funny stuff or some uplifting stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll get some of the crap. 
But I still like to go there and tweet with like my shows. I still like to, to do the live tweet. Granted, it's not as much fun as it used to be a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But it's a bunch of new shows that are going to be coming on. Or when this is out, it'll, they'll have already been on. And some shows will probably have been canceled already. Hopefully not the ones that we really like. But yeah, so there's that. Uh, but going back to Van Helsing. So in, in Facebook, we have our Van Helsing peer fandom Facebook group over there. And that group is getting large. And um, as the show was approaching, we've had a couple of the different, um, you know, cast and crew members just dropping in, commenting. And our boy Roland, he's always happy to join in and throw something up. Did you see that one video he put up of him doing um, the scream? Yes, I did. That was amazing. Yeah, it was Roland Iscab is, if you're a longtime listener, you know that. Like, he's amazing. Oh, I love him and his craft. Yep. Thank you, Roland. Just keep it up. So, yeah, if you love this show, make sure you join the Facebook group over there. You can also join our regular Pure Fandom Facebook group uh, where we talk about it's Bright and Court. We talk about anything and everything under the sun. We have a bunch of people over there who happen to love different things and they'll just drop something on the page as well. So, join in. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, let's, you want to jump into the episode? Uh, sure. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's make that happen. Okay, so this episode was 403, Loveless. It was written by Jackie May and directed by Jackie Gold. Uh, so it's the 100s Murphy, a.k.a. Richard Harmon, and he seems fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ac- yeah. Axel looks rough, I guess, losing his sister again, and then Scarlet hit him really hard, like a couple of times over the head with a whiskey bottle, kind of hard. Uh, Phil's wife is still understandably upset and somewhat curious about the change in Phil since the last time she saw him. You know, when he was slaughtering their babies and leaving her alive to suffer with the memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's still not her favorite person. Yeah. And we're back with the last group that Vanessa encountered. And I had to wonder if Brad was going to turn out to be right about his Tabby prediction last week. <laughs> were you right, Brad? Ta- I'm were always right. Yeah, Tabby, Tabby, she's going. She's a serial killer. She's ready to go. She's she was, a Carl. Yep, she is. No, she's not a Carl because Carl, well... I don't know. She, I, she's how how Carl started. Yeah, a little bit. Can't 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 watch a kid for nothing. Golf killing everybody. Yeah, wandering off, getting people killed. Yeah. Oops, my bad. But it works out. <laughs> it does. And finally, we get to find out what happened to Axel. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, last we saw him, he was very upset with Vanessa about his girlfriend throwing herself on the sacrificial sword right and he's kind of having a little bit of a time with things too a little bit of drinking and the apocalypse and driving i mean what's the worst thing you do happen to hit the convertible next to you that just passes out of nowhere seriously (laughs) it was a badass car yeah totally uh key factor too they're always check the back seat there's something back there always check it like, how long were you riding around in that, sir? I like the fact that the vampires just back there hanging out going, yeah, okay, now's a good time to do it. Let's We just pass somebody. I'll do it now. Let me jump up hey, there and grab him. He was enjoying the awesome playlist. Yes, he was. And, it, of course, the car wrecks and, you know, breaks down. And here we find out Max is this guy's name. We know from past experience on his episodes and shows that he's been on that he's probably up to something. Yeah, um... He plays some shady, shady folks. I was wondering if that would be different this time around because he seemed like a real fun guy. I it's just a ma- it's a matter of time before it comes out. It's he's a, yeah. yeah he's a shady guy, and he does good at playing those shady characters too, which is the best part because like you you kind of want to trust him, you kind of want to like him, and then you're like he's going to do something where you're going to be like, dude, please. 
Yeah. It's just I like, mean, but he's out here living his best life and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, but, where's the other side? But this has got me. He's out here living the best life and he doesn't know anything. And, well, apparently he's got a vampire in the back of his car. Breaks down mm-hmm. in front of Axel. Axel has to stop. Axel ends up killing the vampire who, you know, stands back up again because it's a daywalker. Again, I love the fact that it was doing some hacking and slashing going to town there and mm-hmm. faded to the intro graphic of Van Helsing. Yes! I always love the way they do those. Like the sounds are always just so yummy. Yes. I love it. Well, it was very. I was waiting for it to be a setup, though. Yeah. I... Still, I don't know. It seems kind of weird to me. But, you know, Axel decides he needs a part. Well, he'll do an Uber moment there. So there we go. <laughs> uh, back at the camp, <laughs> Phil and Jolene are watching the camp where they see uh, Jennifer. So she is uh-huh. there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max uh, has a pretty nice house with a pretty sweet looking Chevelle that totally has Axel's attention. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's Max's house is got a lot of windows in it it's still the vampire apocalypse you still need to have some sort of security going but yeah like he seems like he's been really lucky lately not besides the whole car incident right well and he has a collection of, of vampire heads so he, he knows how to take care of himself somehow yeah well that he does and you can kind of see the path that max is setting axel down there and uh-huh. uh, hey you can fix the chevelle you can have it and i just need your help and axel is in a pretty dark spot so things come together when they're uh shooting skeet with vampire heads which was <laughs> interesting route to go Ooh, all the flatter yeah and did you notice that max had his drugs from heisenberg Really? Well, it was the blue stuff that... There, oh, it wasn't meth. Never never mind. It was another... St- I mean, still blue drugs. I know. It was. Then. Somebody was thinking. The stuff that they were getting at the prison camps, which is interesting. Uh-huh. And speaking of the prison, we got Phil and Jolene breaking in. And they, <laughs> you know... They made it to Loveland, y'all. Right. Yeah. They find Jennifer, his wife... Needless to say, she's a little rather shocked to see that Phil is there. <laughs> kind of screams for help. And which Phil gets knocked right out since he just happens to run into, guess who? Who? The security guard that he shot to get sent to prison. <laughs> Oops. The guy with the vest on when, you know, how do I get there? He goes, you got to commit a crime. And he pulls out the gun and shoots him. Yeah. So, yeah, he's probably not that happy about that. Yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, that's kind of screwed his life up. But, hey, he got out of Denver. So there you go. He's not there. He could have been dead by now. He saved your life, basically. Yeah, theoretically, Phil did save that guy's life. Now, Phil comes through in the warehouse somewhere, and the guard is there trying to figure out what he's doing there. But Mm -hmm. doesn't tell him where Jolene is, but they've been separated. It was... Interesting to see right off the bat that Jolene was all tied up, but Phil wasn't. Yeah, that was weird. But, you know, he eventually does put the the cuffs on him and everything, but it was just kind of weird right right off the bat. We noticed that. And we also noticed that, you know, as Jennifer is helping Jolene, she is not that happy about seeing her husband and, you know, would rather him be dead basically after, you know, all the good stuff that he did to his family. Yeah. Now, I mean, I see your side. Now, Chad and New Group is back in the picture. I wasn't actually expecting to see them come back, but it's kind of cool that that happened. 
Tabby isn't that happy with Chad leaving her since she has never been left by him before. You know, even when he was, she was vamped out, he was still around. Mm-hmm. But like she said, Mike said that he would be back also. And, well, we don't see him anymore. Yeah, for reasons. Mike or Matt wanted to. Mike. <laughs> Mike. Um, didn't believe for a second that Tabby was actually going to stay there because, you know, she's a serial killer in the training. She has to go out and make something happen. Mm-hmm. Now, back in the prison, Phil's tied up, and we get to see who the warden is, and look at that. It just happens to be Max. <laughs> I totally should have expected that. Did I, you expect it? I totally did. It's like I said at the beginning of it. I was like, I don't trust him. Something's going to go wrong. He's going to come up. So he's a bad character. That's We yeah. know this is it's his acting thing. It's just what's yeah. going to happen. As soon as he popped up, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yes, it does. And I... Didn't quite expect it would be that drastic and, you know. But, oh, he's a bad guy. He's yeah. a really bad guy. And that security guard is terrified of him. Oh, yeah. Everybody is. And you're kind of curious why Phil is there. He shot a cop, got arrested, escaped, and broke into prison. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any uh, sense. At this point, I was like, hmm, this is going to be interesting when they start beating on Phil and he starts healing. Uh-huh. And, yeah, you knew also at that point Max was a bad guy. And then he does that whole thing where, you know, he shoots Phil. (laughs) And you're like, okay, how long is it going to take for him to wake up now? Long enough for Jolene to tell Max that Black Tech sent them to spy on him, which, you know, she makes it an interesting story, and at least that stops her from being killed. Mm -hmm. And enough for Max to decide he's going to turn around and leave. And just like that, Phil comes back to life, which is surprising. And his wife is very surprised by that whole thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like you should be. <laughs> yeah, but nobody actually checked on him to see if, if, okay, he's dying or, okay, he's not bleeding anymore. No, but still, he shot him. You know, as soon as you shoot somebody, if he's going to die, he's going to die. He's not going to come back to life and go, <gasps> and, you yeah. know, it's, you're going to be like, oh, you shot me, you prick. Ah, it's, okay. You know, <laughs> you're going to either make a noise or you're not going to make a noise. It's one of the two. Yeah, true, true. Chad and uh, one of the people from the group are trying to break into the warehouse, which things mm-hmm. go downhill fast. When the babysitter shows up screaming that Tabby is gone. Oops. Oops. Oh, I mean, oh, God, Brad. Yes. So, Vampire Apocalypse, you uh-huh. are running around screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> what are you doing, woman? Right. Why? I kind of blame her for that whole thing also, but. Yeah, that wasn't on Tabby. That was on her. No, it's still on Tabby because she left, but I'm just saying. But, yeah, screaming in the Vampire Apocalypse, not a good idea. Yeah. Now, during this whole fight, there was an awesome moment where Chad does a nice grenade to the mouth of a vampire, which is that really was pretty cool. cool. And yeah. then look, here's Tabby being all up in the way, and Jack's going to save her. And oh my God, Jack got bit. I was so mad. Uh, I, was, I thought I thought she wasn't going to turn out to be a serial killer. I was like, Tabby's going to turn out to be a little badass. Look at her. She's going to help and save Chad. Mm-hmm. Nope. She got Jack killed, and I was really upset because I was like, I like Jack, huh? and now she's going to die. This sucks. And then she got the katana and everything. Ugh. Right, and Jack's like, Chad, kill me. And he's like, no, I can totally take it to Vanessa. It's going to work out fine. It's going to be great. Don't worry. It's all cool. And she's like, nope, and she kills herself. Yep. She said, I'm not about this vampire life. Let me go. Right. And like she was, she was dead, just like we just talked about Phil. 
she was definitely dead and gone and it was over. And they burned the body. Yeah. And can I point out Tabby's first victim? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There you go. Right there. It wasn't for Tabby. She wouldn't have been dead. And they didn't even get into the warehouse that they originally went there to get into, which is totally, you know, weird. So the other girl that's with them is totally crushed now. They had been together for a long time. And it isn't until after they start throwing the bodies in the dumpster that they notice that not everybody got put in there and one of the daywalkers is alive. Yeah, that was weird. And there was no Vanessa in sight, right? I know. I was like, I wasn't really sure what was going on with that. It was kind of crazy. And I'm like, huh, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden the uh, body's in a dumpster. One of them comes out and falls down on the ground. Uh-huh. And... We find out that the one asking for help is Jack. What's going on here? Because they aren't full of vamp and all that. Come on. What what did we miss? I don't know. But this came on the heels of last week's episode where we found out there was another person who has some of Vanessa's abilities. So what's going on? Are they experiments? Yeah, we got Violet and now we got Jack. Seriously, what's this world turn into? The apocalypse has gone crazy. Yeah. And now it makes total sense why she got the, the katana. Yes. So she, she was like not a one and done character. I guess so. I didn't expect to see him again. I just figured that was like, you know, Vanessa going, I'm not going to hurt anybody anymore. Have a katana. I'm going, I'll just. just going I was people. hoping we'd get to see her again from the brief time that we were with her and Vanessa. I was like, oh, okay. I like her character. She seems like she's interesting. Right. It was kind of cool, but I was unexpected to see this whole thing happen. So, yeah, it's yeah. So oh, yeah, that was not expected mm, at all. No. I'm like, you didn't watch Buffy, which I'm still like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So um, I think did I did I did I text you about this? <laughs> Probably about the whole thing with the Slayers. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so in every generation, there's one Slayer born, and one dies, another one rises. So I'm like, is this like the whole thing with the Slayers? When one Vanessa dies, another is born could, or rises, or something happens like that. It could be. So. <laughs> I mean, later on, Jack wakes back up and she's all, well, she's healing up a little bit. Uh-huh. But, yeah, because they had burned her. Right. Yeah. She was in, yeah, they were burning everybody, uh, all the bodies. So she remembers that she was bit and then she remembered she was on fire. And she isn't one of them, but hey, the vamp that bit her is human again. So I'm like, is she a Van Helsing? I mean, like, that's a good question because I couldn't remember from last week. I don't think Vanessa bit her for any reason. Right. No, she didn't touch her at all. But we, she's also full in the uh, feeling the pool to go find Vanessa. Oh yeah. And how did Jack get what Vanessa has? I don't get it. Why is she feeling the pool? You know, Jack is leaving Chad and with the rest of the people to go find Vanessa. Which mm-hmm. hopefully Chad won't get anybody killed. Well, hopefully Tabby won't get them all killed. There you go. Now I think that that one Carl like um, adventure had. It's it's needed result and uh, it won't happen so, ever again. So she's like good. She'll be on she, narrow from now on. Yeah, she's good now. She's like, okay, fine, I won't do that anymore. Yeah, she'll follow directions from now on because it is the vampire apocalypse. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Jolene does point out that the guard that he is in as much trouble as they are because he knows everything as well, and if Max suspects him, then he's as dead as everybody else there, which makes you go, job security sucks. Yeah, because Max has been into some shady things besides the things that we've seen him do in this episode. He's been shipping prisoners back east without the knowledge of black tech, right? Right. He's been doing all sorts of things. So, you know, Jolene throws out that Caitlin Bruce was her source over there, but 
Also has a uh, Max has a guard trying Radio Denver, but no one is picking up. Now Max did talk to him that they suspected everybody is dead in Denver because it's been attacked, but no one's going to tell Max that because you know he'll kill the messenger. Yeah, Jolene is a smooth talker, though. I mean, Max throws out that Phil is probably a black tech experiment, which Jolene totally tells him he seems he is. And then Max kind of wants to experiment on Phil also just a little bit, which is never going to be a good thing for Phil. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it rolls. Speaking of rolling up, Axel shows up to the prison to deliver some things to Max. And when Jolene see, uh, makes a scene, he notices her and Phil. Uh-huh. And it makes you wonder if he is going to do something or not, which he actually doesn't. He just kind of drives off. But what are you going to do right at that moment in time if you know they're there? Right. You can kind of go, but he has his, yeah, I don't know. Well, he's, he like retreat and make a plan and yeah. then go back and get them. Like, and, cause like you said, they're either in an actual prison camp mm-hmm. and like, it's only, he's only one guy. Granted, he's badass Axel, but he needs reinforcements maybe. Or he's still in that place of he doesn't really care because he's just out there for himself. Because when he was out for Vanessa, everything went downhill and he lost Scarlet and everybody else. And he's like, screw this crap. Right, but I'm hoping seeing those two will help remind him like he ha- he's on a-, a bigger mission than what he's lost. Yeah. And Violet would not want him acting the way he is right now. Oh, I know. Yeah, she totally would not. Mm-mm. Not at all. Well, that goes through that episode. You got anything else for it? Oh, a funny story. So um, the music in this episode has been amazing. Well, we had uh, Highway to Hell mm-hmm. and Monster Mash, yep. right? Yep. So, uh, and the scene, I was road tripping during this episode. Like I had the episode downloaded on my iPad and I was watching it that way. And, um, at one point in time when Jack was saying her goodbyes to Chad or whatever, Lowrider started playing and it felt like the most organic natural moment. And it was blasting and I take my earphones off and I realized, Oh no, like my friend Dylan, he's just, he's blasting Lowrider cause he's been driving for hours and he needs to wake himself up, but it was the most perfect moment. <laughs> so yeah, but so I do love the music department on the show. Like the sound department, they always kill it. Yeah. I cracked up when you told me that I was like, I didn't hear Lowrider in this song. Yeah, that's why I had to ask you. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> there was no war being played. I don't, you know. Yeah. But it was just, it was the perfect organic moment that like when it popped on and she was getting ready to set off on her own. I was like, okay. Ooh, outlaw by war. Hmm. That's a, fun, <laughs> that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah. Outlaw minute. Um, all right then. If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for the magicians. Winona Earp, which I can't wait till it comes back. Oh, Um, I got something for you. I'm going to mail it out. All right. Krypton, 12 Monkeys, and a bunch of other awesome shows that we are covering. Now, there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. So check it out, people. And if you are a fan of all things horror, make sure you check out our new podcast that we're going to be doing called The Horror Half. And we had to set it at a half hour because if you know us, you know, we can ramble on for hours and hours and hours. So we're going to actually set a timer where we're allowing ourselves to talk 30 minutes about whatever TV show, movie, book, or whatever for a good 30 minutes. And we're going to post that each week. Yes. As we can. Right? Yep. That we do. So, so check, make that sure you out. check that out. And, um, I believe we want to try to talk about uh, CBS is evil. Definitely American Horror Story 1984. The yeah. first episode of that is out already. And oh, my God. Yeah. But actually, by the time you read this, we'll probably have a couple episodes out by now. So yeah. 
Yeah, just it's go so ahead and very check it out. 80s. It's so 80s. I yes, love it. It is great. And yes, definitely go check that podcast out. Okay. And until next time. All my friends know the low rider. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.